It's called the God-given right of freedom, right? No human being's supposed to tell you you can't even breathe freely. F*** your mask. I'm not saying. Some of y'all might feel differently, but f*** your mask. Right. Well, fuck my mask. <laughs> yeah, basically. Fuck my mask. Is right. What he's saying. Excuse this language. Ooh, this language yeah, is so hard. Pardon my mouth. Pardon my mouth. Uh, Buster Rhymes is the part in his mouth. What is he talking about? I mean, at this point, he is. I don't even know what to explain. I thought first I thought it was going to be like a religious like no. overtone to it of like, you no, know, not one. then it, it it went left. Um, Quickly. You hear people but, in the crowd, they were like, oh. Buster, you need a mask. And you needed one, if I'm being honest, you needed one since put your hands where my eyes can see. Oh my gosh. It might help you out. <laughs> All right. So obviously we're talking about Buster. What else are we talking about? Um, you have joined the Housewives train this I season. I have, um, I have. And so I know that you have some things that you want to get off your chest. Yes. In regards to that. Yes. So um, we're definitely going to be talking about Here both in Chicago, Donda was this past week. Ugh, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. OnlyFans is recanting. Uh, yeah. We had such a beautiful program we did. ready for the funeral <laughs> really of OnlyFans. I was gonna we have. We really did. Listen, Damn. I was gonna Cancel have Daniel flowers, Brooks. I was gonna have Tamla Man saying, "Take me to the king." I had a full. Uh, Let me go see if we plan. can get our deposit back. Yeah. Dang. So. <laughs> uh, and does Chloe Bailey and Normani have beef? No. Is okay, we're gonna talk beef? about that. But no, I'm gonna. It's a preview already. Mm. No, I'm not claiming that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> we are talking about all things VMAs today, though. Yes. Um, so we have to talk about that. As well as um, the uh, Miss Tina Knowles um, yeah. and the whole uh, diamond. Um, Diamonds are forever. Yeah. So a full play they for us to talk about. Um, and let's get this down with some cold pop. Let's start the show. Desert me. Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you're listening to Cold Pop. Yes. I don't want to waste no time. Let's get into it. I have things that I want to say. Yeah. Trent has got me on a, a Housewives kick and I am involved. I'm glad you joined the dark side because it's been tough. I, I mean, involved. let me say this before You we kept get reminding me. You're like, catch up up. I'm telling you, this, this has been some great, this has been a great season for the Housewives franchise. All with the exception of Roni, which I, everyone seems to hate. I personally do not mind it. I'll talk a little bit about that later on. 
But what I'm, you know, I'm just saying with the franchises, they, the ladies are really bringing it. So we have Beverly Hills, we have Potomac, Salt Lake City is coming up soon. Yes. Um, for their Atlanta. second season, they're ready to go. Yeah, um, these girls are ready to so, take Atlanta's spot. So, um, so yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that today. Okay. Um, but how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Everything was good. I um, finally broke down. Uh, not broke down. I was what? persuaded. Okay. Um, and bought a Nintendo Switch. So okay. I'm a part of the Switch gang, Switch Money gang, gang. gang. Okay. <laughs> Switch gang, gang. Um, yeah. Obviously, first game I got was Mario Party. Uh, me and JL2 were playing pretty much for 24 hours. So nice. It was okay. a video game day. Uh, but no, yeah. Other than that, everything's been fine. You know, work, all of that. I caught up on a lot of good shows this week. Um, and that's what I'm here to talk about. Okay, so I'm going to well, wait let's, until let's, you... Let's get into you it. You want to get into it? Yeah. Okay, so first off, let's do an aside to Beverly Hills and what you just showed me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Garcelle's going to have to get her together. Like, I mean, listen, this is the thing. Dorit got some, well, what some you jabs saw, in. Well, I, well, let me say this. What you saw was one instance... But Garza has been getting the girls together Good. this entire season. I, from the clips I saw. She's been getting, I, I mean, clearly, her and Sutton she really, have been getting the girls together. Is that the other girl line. who was getting arguing with right, the other one? Those right beside her. She was her, getting her The girl that was right beside Garcelle. Who was that? Um, that's Sutton. Okay. So and then who's the, the girl to the left of Garcelle? That and that was Erica. She was getting Sutton's ass Erica's all the way going together. Erica's through a lot this <laughs> yeah. season. And clearly. So, um. Yeah, she, she she didn't let Sutton breathe at no, all. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yes, Garcelle and Dorit, like, okay. I mean, that's all I mean, right. You know that that was I showed you that just to kind of give you a taste of what else is happening <laughs> in the Housewives like universe because it is crazy and I like I literally have been getting my life every week. I might have to go back and revisit that episode now just so I can see what's I'm, going I'm on. I've literally been but... getting my life every week. The, the franchise I want to talk about, though, okay. is Potomac. Mm. You've been telling me, Marcus, catch up on Potomac. Marcus, catch up on Potomac. I finally watched all seven episodes, and I have some things that I've yeah. got to get. I've this is got, good, right? I, have I not been bugging you all week? You have. You know what? So this is how I knew it was Literally a all much. week. Yeah, because you have been calling me, and I was like, oh, he's really getting into it. I'm like, you, but you know how I felt last season. Yeah. So, like, I was triggered. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, no, I'm glad to see it. I mean, it's... It, Potomac is a really great season. I don't know what they're doing over there at Bravo, but I feel like they're most veteran-like story producers step and in and say let's like, turn it up a notch they're really like yeah. they're really coming with it you know they they finally see the potential of years and years of trying to make sure they get this show right and i think that they it's just the perfect combination right now um and we are seeing that kind of come through the screen yeah. um with real housewives of potomac so first off giselle i cannot stand her Okay. She, I think she is a huge, huge instigator <laughs> and a huge, huge, so like, the a, man behind okay. the curtain who is pulling all the strings for a lot of these a girls. Bit. A little bit. And she gets on my nerves. Robin, once again, has no storyline and is just a yes man to Giselle. So you, you are not feeling the green-eyed bandits. Not at all. Because that's their name. Not at all. Yeah, I know. That's what they call them. Not at all. Like, okay. Robin literally has 
the only like speaking she has done in the seven episodes that I've watched is to back up some bullish that Giselle is saying. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on with Robin because like, I feel like it's it, it's starting to get a little bit worse now that Giselle's also kind of turning on Robin too a little bit of being like, mm -hmm. you know, not the most understanding friend right. while Robin's dealing with these kind of you issues. Know, issues and struggles. But there's also, yeah, like for her to kind of be like, well, you need to figure it out because no man wants to marry unattractive. Right. I said, what? Okay. Like, well, first off, has anybody asked Robin, like, how are you doing? You know, for the, the, the first thing that has me frustrated is Juan. Like, mm -hmm. Juan's like, that's not attractive. Well, have you asked her if she's doing okay? Absolutely Why not. can't you wake up the kids? What do you, you run upstairs to wake Robin up so that she can wake up the kids when you could have easily just gone in and wake, woke up the kids? He's got to get back to that community college to coach those, <laughs> I'm so those students. But you're at home. I'm so. How would you even know? You know, like so. I'm confused on that front of why Juan hasn't nipped this in the bud by making sure that Robin was okay before trying to deem her unattractive for sleeping in till twelve o'clock. Clearly, she's not the same person that you're used to. So yeah. why not check in on her first? I'm trying and foremost? to remember who said that. Who did that as a read? Who? One of the wives was like, "That's why Juan coaches at the community college." <laughs> it like was. I think it was Wendy. I can't remember. Oh gosh. I it think was... it might have. And we'll get to Wendy here in a moment. Oh baby. I think it was, but that has got got on my nerves about Robin, and then okay. of course the yes man isms of Giselle to, of I her think to Giselle. Giselle's Robin's relationship is like, look, we gonna ride or die, and this is even like, if you're I know both wrong. Even if we're both wrong, then we're gonna, just gonna be know, wrong. We're gonna do it, and yeah. so. That you know, that is a relationship that is kind of stand, stands the test of time, and I don't know. It would definitely change the shift of the entire cast if they took Robin out of the out of the out of the cast. She has no story. What? Uh, yeah, but like, I think at Giselle, this point, well, there's always power in numbers, and so you can always count on you know right. to have Giselle has have that Robin backing. Um, so well, it's just what it is. Now, I mean. The, I mean, the real drama right now... I have to say, let's move on to Wendy. Is, ...is Wendy, who is coming in hot and heavy for season two. I think she Love the new body. sat down with producers. Producers were like, okay, very cute introductory season. We need you to turn it up a notch. Here's the money we're offering you. Here's what we need from you this season. And mm. Wendy said, put happy in this, and let's go. Yeah. And let's do it. And Wendy has turned it up a notch. However, I will say, I do not like the way that they keep trying to like gang up on Wendy. Like, and I mean, Wendy it's don't be definitely doing been nothing. a trend. It's definitely been yeah, a trend of that them I to don't kind like. of, you know, kind of questioning this woman of where is all the sexuality coming from? We don't know you like that. Why do you want to now show your body? And right? Is it because Eddie's, you know, supposedly right? Like, by the how do you get yeah. from A to Z? <laughs> and that, that, you know, it went from zero to a hundred real quick. And yeah. I think that for someone like Wendy, she's not going to be an easy. She's not a pushover. She's not going well, to be. Well, she's hell smart. Yeah, and, and you, I should, no game knows game. You like, don't want to go rounds with someone like that who's on CNN, who is doing that. You know, who is really right. can you know, give a quick back and forth. Can give, to do the quick back and forth, but also in the realm of politics and can make you know spins. And you don't want to go back and forth with someone like that. And so what you see happen in this last episode is you know after. Months and months of, you know, picking, you know, 
Or, you know, why are we seeing so much of your body? Last right. year you had substance. Right. Why are you so, why are you that trying to be was sexual? Nasty. Now you have. And that, she tried to play that off, but that was nasty. Because yeah. I picked up, as soon as she said it, I said, oh. Yeah. So you saying she ain't got substance this year, but she had substance last exactly. year. Those two don't correlate you know, because of the way she dresses. All the time. Like, because so, you can't, Giselle, and that's bum-ass wardrobe that you have <laughs> where you should be in jail for. The ultimate read, what made the whole Wendy read to Giselle at the end of the episode even worse was seeing how they were dressed. You know, Wendy was full toe, head to toe. I feel like she was like, I think it was Ivy Park. It was um, Ivy and Park. Then she, she looked you know, great. And then Giselle in this tie-dye. Jogging suit. Jogging suit. Tie-dye <laughs> jogging suit. With these pink tennis shoes. I mean, come like, on. Like, you somebody's grandmama. Go sit down somewhere. Seriously. But th- I, th- I think that that's exactly what turned it. I was, I've been quoting the uh, Wendy's monologue all week. My favorite line Giselle lacks Brian. Yeah. took me. She said, out. Just, so I said, "You're somebody Giselle who's always lacking." Giselle lacks man. Just your name should be Giselle lacks Brian. That's literally and her middle name. That took me out. I said, yeah. "Ding, ding, 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 ding." Wendy has yeah. won this round. I will, yeah. So you know, Wendy went off. She told Giselle. She said. <laughs> I'm putting your ass on, on notice. notice. And sometimes you got to check. Okay. You got to check them. Because, because what you will not do, and let's be very clear, yeah. is come from my husband's name. Yeah. Because I've seen you do it to Ashley. I've seen you do it to Monique. And I've seen you try to do it she to said, Candace as she well. She F these mother effing cameras. Because I'll turn it up in here. Okay. Because if, you, you. if you want to do it, we can go. Yeah. And she said, I'm saying this to you kindly. Giselle's like, I don't care if you say it meanly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Giselle, Giselle's comebacks are whack. So you know what they are, good. but the way that she delivers them, once again, I think um, these women are very well versed in how to read and throw shade. Um, but really, yeah, it's been really good, and I feel like now that Ashley's had the baby, the Candace Ashley stuff is about to start up again. We saw a little <laughs> peek of that, yeah. in the last episode. The only last thing I don't want to belabor this, but the only last thing I want to talk about and that I laugh so much at is while Wendy was giving her monologue when they were cutting the Karen's faces. <laughs> Karen and it would Mia. be it would Karen would go <laughs> put her hands in her fist. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I love Karen so much. Karen is my favorite on the show. How do you feel about Escala? I I don't know yet. I need to see a few more episodes because she hasn't given me really much anything. Did you see Nicki Minaj's post? Yeah, she was like, (laughs) I always hear Escala's faces. But Escala, she replied back. She was like, oh my God, Nicki knows my name. Yeah, so she's gonna, um, she's actually gonna have a confessional, I think. In the yeah, I saw, episode. I saw. So good for her for she's. She Hopefully, said, we get moving to hear on a up. More for her. Yeah, we'll get him moving um, on up. I definitely want to hear some more from. All right, so all, I say all of that to say is that obviously I'm into Potomac now, I'm and so glad, I'll be watching. Yes. The last thing I just want to say is nine, like, once again, Nine Perfect Strangers. A really, really good show. Yeah, I haven't watched the last episode, but... It's it's good. Okay. The writing is smart. I think it's why I liked Big Little Lies as well. Like, the writing is smart. Yeah. But with this show, they do a very good mix of funny and serious. And everybody on the cast is equipped with the ability to do both. And so, I think it raises up the stakes a little bit. And so, I am in love with the show. 
I'm giving it another shout out. If you haven't seen it, Nine Perfect Strangers, it's on Hulu. Okay. How have you been? What have you been watching? You know what? I've really been um, super busy with with work and things like that. But overall, it's been a week of ups and downs. We've had some loss, some you know, some gains um, this week. And I think what I'm already look, and I'm already <laughs> we're at the top of the show, and I'm already giving final thoughts of just you know not. Um, you know, tomorrow's not promised to every day, uh, to everyone. And so, um, I actually lost a, mm-hmm. a, um, someone I knew that a very young, young person, um, that I knew, um, this earlier this week. And so that was tough, but, um, it's, that's definitely something that's been kind of, um, at the forefront of my mind this week. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of. What I've been dealing with, um, as far as watching, basically Housewives, that is kind of what I'm doing. I did want to send a huge special shout out, and I'm going to give a spoiler right now. Spoiler Uh-oh. for All Star Six oh. um, to Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I watching this last episode of All Star Six in which Trinity was eliminated, I definitely felt the pain. Um, well I mean when you're smart when you can put two and two together like a lot of these girls are able to do you realize when the writing is on the wall yeah and I just I felt so bad you start just do the math what she say do the math I felt so bad yeah she was Um, like damn it's my time and and she's I mean she rocked it out now what I would have done is I would have colluded with the other girls to get out ginger this is the time. But that could backfire. This is the time to get her out. I don't think Ginger's going to win, though. Not I don't after know. This previous, after this last episode. I think I my that, that would have been my thing. I would have said, let's get her out. This is the time. No. She's already won like $60,000. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think she's going to win. Out, like, yeah. get her out of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's now. That's what, I mean. That's what I would have done. I'm like, look, she's been here three times already. Yeah, and she came okay. back the third time and won almost damn near a hundred thousand dollars yeah. herself. She's won more than what the uh, first uh, season prize was already for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's just like, okay, like, come on, like that. Now that's that's me. Well, looking at the numbers after this episode, she's got the lowest numbers so far. We'll see. I don't know. Um... Who who has the lowest number? Ginger. Of money raised or money won? Of like on social media. Oh, followers. Oh, okay. No, like of like, are you team so and so? Are you team so and so? Oh, of the vote. She's got the lowest numbers. Well, you know, hey, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so just want to send a special shout out to Trinity Cable Nay. You killed it and you did your thing and um, much love and respect. That it? Yeah, that's it for me. You want to take a quick break? Let's do it. And then we'll come back with our signature segment. What? No, our most beloved segment. Um, Yes. Um, That's what it is. Let's take a break. (laughs) We did it too early. All right, we are back with our most (coughs) beloved segment. Are you are you okay? Jesus, no, hold on. 
Okay, go ahead. go ahead. All right, guys, it's time for our Woo Muslim Dad segment entitled Woo Child. These are, this is the part of the show where Marcus and I go over the top moments in pop culture, the things that made us say, Woo Chow. All right, Marcus, what do you have up first? All right, all right, all right. Let's see. What do I want to do? Oh, so let's just talk about right off the top. Y'all heard the clip. Busta Rhymes in yeah. concert, on stage, caught cursing out masks and everybody A that mess. wears them. What are your thoughts? I think overall, number one, we have seen this with some celebrities who are choosing to kind of step out on this this um this plank if you will uh damn that's accurate yeah for me busted you don't necessarily have to speak on something if you don't agree with it and you know uh that what what your stance is is not going to be helpful by any means necessary maybe you just shouldn't speak on it yeah you know, maybe you shouldn't speak on it. I all I have to say is Busta, what it is right now. Like, what are you doing? I mean, because honestly, the people that were already not what thinking about getting the vaccine, this did not are help. not gonna gonna get the vaccine, right? Right, and right. so like this let's, did not help. Like th- that's not even a thing, right? So let's for those that may or want to get the vaccine. Um, and maybe doing it at their at their leisure have now no sense of urgency. So, right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like once again there has to be some, and I think we'll talk a little bit about this in spill. Yes, there has to be some type of um, filter, internal filter for what you allow celebrities to pour into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. We're going to talk about this more in Spill. Uh, just about how, at what point do you stop trusting your, your celebrities? At, at what point do you, yeah, separate? Can you separate the artistry from their personal life? We'll we'll discuss this more, but who child to Buster? Because that is a mess. Uh, yeah. What do you have? Okay, so <laughs> the first thing that I wanted to talk about is this past week Chicago was on. Um, Fire, literally, um, with Donda. So Boo. <laughs> that's right. So Boo. Chicago born and raised artist Kanye West, who is now trying to go by Ye. I don't know if you saw that. He's um working on going by Ye. I do not care. Well, I think for me, if he was gonna say Ye, I have another name that I would like to submit for his consideration. Okay. Which is Stunt Queen, <laughs> which literally was this um, listening party uh, <laughs> event that he held here yeah. in, in Chicago. So um, I was not there, but saw a lot of Instagram stories, saw a lot of coverage on the event. Um, Chicago came out and supported Heavy um, for, for, uh, for <sighs> Yay. This is what I will say about it. Um, he definitely has been sparing no expense. When it comes to um, this particular event, had a lot of cameos from other artists, some problematic, some not. Um, the biggest stump for me was the end of the event in which Kim Kardashian West, who says she's not changing her name after the divorce, um, comes out in a wedding gown. And I, to me, who this, once again, these two are supposed to be getting divorced. 
I don't know if this is part of the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, that is that going to be like a, you know, a new chapter? I have no clue what's going on. But overall, it seems to be stunt after stunt. And I think Kanye West has found a way to continue to build the empire um, financially by creating these moments. He has taken a page out of the Kardashian handbook and creating these moments of high tension with problematic people, with his problematic sayings, um, and doing things just what it seems to be for the show. What I can tell you is, is that in all of the coverage that I've seen of Donda, no one is really talking about the music. <laughs> We're talking more so about, oh, who was on mm -hmm. stage, who came out and what, who was wearing what, what the, you know. Right. No one seems to be talking about the music, which is the most interesting thing. There was a um, small conversation about, which again is another stunt, with him switching the track that had Jay-Z's verse on it with the baby. And apparently that was a very recent decision. So once again, another it's a stunt after a stunt after a stunt. And I think it's it's hard. All right. You Wait, clearly I, are you are you that upset? Are you? It's not that I'm upset. You're no, robbed it's up. not oh, that I'm upset. I don't want to get. No, no, no. It's not that don't I'm upset. Don't get robbed up, honey. No, I'm not robbed up. <laughs> and it's not that. I'm not mad. <laughs> no, I promise. I'm, I'm fine. not mad. I'm no, fine. guys. So we're in the studio on the mic. Um, you knocked it over. <laughs> in a, but no, in it's a um, rant of passion. It's 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 real. It's, I mean, it's interesting just because you see what. You see what kind of money this stuff is bringing in. You realize that he's made millions off of these listening events and the album hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's art versus commerce. It's art versus, you know, the way that the, way that the industry is set up now. And, you know, it's enough to make you say woo chow. That's all I'll say. I have pledged my life to giving Kanye West none of my energy. Don't even start, because you was about to do a Kanye story the, a couple weeks and ago. I took it off because I have remembered my pledge. I refuse so. to give him any of my energy or my time or my comments. Who child? Anyway, what do you have up? Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, oh, okay, so this is the one I was pitching you. <laughs> yeah, that's you. what I said. Why do you, what do you have up? Okay, I, I, I'm trying to put my thoughts together of how, because I had to pitch this to Trent, and I successfully pitched it, and so You, not, you did are. not have to pitch anything I did to have the pitch. Okay, so first off, we know that the MTV Music Awards are coming up. Call them the VMAs. Everybody calls the VMA, them the VMAs. Video Music Awards, whatever, okay. Um, the VMAs are coming up and they're slowly releasing their list of performers. Right. And one of the big names that was uh, expected to be on that performing list was Normani. However, as of right now, so far, Normani has not been invited to perform. Um, I know last week she it was I think it was last week or about a week and a half ago. She was on Twitter talking about how upset she was that 
the VMAs are not asked, and she had even reached out, and her team hasn't heard anything. No, nobody better check with her team, because we already know her team has histories of not even sharing gigs, well, possibilities with Normani. So that's what she needs to be double-checking and triple-checking with. And we'll get to that. But, yes, yeah, and so she had took to Twitter and was just saying, because somebody had asked Normani, why aren't you on the VMA list? And she was like, I haven't been invited. And then cut to, like, a week or so later... Chloe Bailey made the announcement that yep. she is performing solo at the VMAs, which means that she'll be debuting her first solo track called Have Mercy oh, at the VMA. I guess at the VMAs. So I don't know if she's going to release it before. Can we go quick aside? Yes. Do you feel it's like it's too early for this? No, I don't. I'm I do. more worried just because we have not heard the song yet. I think it's too early for this. What do you mean too early? I think it's too early. I think it's too early for her to have a solo. Well, I I don't think it's going to be like some big album. I'm sure it's like an EP. No. It'll probably be an EP because, again, you know, I think she wanted something to do with her time because uh, Hallie is tied up in Disney contracts, honey. So, you know, she's doing a little mermaid. Yeah. Well, she had just, she's just back from filming, but I'm sure she's got to do marketing, promotional photo shoots, magazines, you know, all of that stuff that comes with leading them. Wait, no, they got to perform at the VMAs last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they did the ungodly hour. You know, everybody did the digital video. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, like, I don't think it's too early. I, like I said, I okay. think this will be. I don't think this will be like some huge album. I'm sure it'll be a cute little EP of maybe five or six songs or whatever. Okay. Um, and you know, she is, has the opportunity to perform and at the VMAs. Do, and why not? There's room why for not? everybody. But the drama is now fans are upset because that Chloe Bailey's been invited, but Normani hasn't been invited. And so I went and did a little research and was like, well, who has the clout? Per se, and like record sales and number, you know, hit num- hits and numbers and stuff like that. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, because I don't want to say that, but just right now, excuse me, um, Chloe and Hallie is highest peak song was at like one twenty three on the Billboard Hot two hundred, which was I just couldn't believe. But from for do it yeah. while Normani has had. Um, I get um, the Wild Side debuted at number fourteen. I just couldn't. I couldn't believe that about. Um, Chloe and Hallie. Yeah, yeah. So the the numbers weren't really on their side, and so I was getting ready to say, well, maybe Chloe has a little bit more clout than Normani, but uh, that's not necessarily the case. So if you had, I I, I don't want to put you in this position. Yeah, if you, you had to choose one performer over the other to see perform. Who would you rather see? Me. Yeah. I would probably choose Normani. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would you say? I don't know. I don't know. I I am torn because I clearly, y'all know I always root for Normani, but I'm interested to see what Chloe Bailey has to offer. Hmm. I'm interested to see. Because she can pull off a good performance, which I'm pretty sure she will. Yeah. In in a unique way that, you know, kind of carves out her own lane and is not really, you know, trying to just do something better than someone else has already done a million times before. Okay. You know, it could be, could be onto something. And I love how they have the fluidity of being able to dive in and out of, oh, well, let's do a group project. Well, now let's go do solo projects. You're doing a movie. I'm going to release an EP. Okay. And then we'll come back and do another group project. You know? Yeah. Why not? 
Why not? I think that comes with like security, you know, like in your like your talents and what's for you is for you. And though they are both very talented girls. You know what? I will say it's probably better because they are sisters. And so yeah. it's probably more likely that they will yeah. have to come back and do something because, you know. Well, they'll want to, not well, have know. to. Well, yeah. No, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm being Dorit. It's want, not have. Oh, child. You don't want that with me because, look, I would have got okay. Dorit's ass together. <laughs> okay. I mean, is it not true? Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not. Actually, it's not true. <laughs> That's true. Okay? Because whether I did together. those things or not, <laughs> even though I recognize them, why you might say, why you might think that they are jabs, I don't think that they're jabs. And so, yeah, we're not even going to get into what they're going to be called. We're going to deal with the actual problem at hand. Right. I would have already been like, because those jabs were me telling you the truth. You just didn't want to receive it. And, and um, while we're at it, let me give you another jab. And this, <laughs> and this curly cue that you have, this soft serve ice cream you have on top Leap of your head, it. let it go. Leave it. <laughs> yeah, I would have got, I would have got Dorit's ass. Uh, anyways, together. I, I just put this question. We just got so off topic. We're supposed to be no, talking, about talking about Chloe the MTV. We're talking about the VMAs. Yes. Um, do you, so, do you have any feelings about? This or who should perform? You know what Aretha or... said this one time in in um, regards to Fantasia being upset about not being able to perform at her tribute. Oh yeah. And Aretha says Fantasia is going to have to learn that you might not get to do all of the things that you want to do in this industry. <laughs> Aretha is a G. <laughs> that's what she said. She said you have to understand that. And so that's what I'm going to say right now to Normani. I would say Normani, double check and triple check with your team and go yeah. through your junk mail. Yeah, <laughs> because y- your team has a history. I'm just so confused of not sharing gigs with you and not telling you when people are calling, when the phone is ringing. So let's just be let's just be really clear about that. Double check and triple check with your team. How have these rollouts continued to be bungled like this? Like you, we've done this already with motivation, and now it seems like it's happening again with Wild Side. Like I've not. Seen her perform live anywhere, any performance of this song, I've not seen it live. Mm, I, I mean, I don't know. Have you? No, I haven't seen it. Like, and it debuted at number fourteen and lasted for a week and then disappeared off the chart. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't seen a live performance, but I don't. Yeah. Where's been the promotion for the single? Hmm. I told you, check with you. Y'all need to check with the team. So yeah, why does this keep happening? Like, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. What if somebody's been hired to make sure that she doesn't win? I, that hey, I'm listening. Maybe it was a scheme set up by Todd to come to you <laughs> with the bullshit. <laughs> I I'm listening. I'm I'm op- I am all ears to all theories right now because yeah. Normani is too talented for this to keep happening. Like this is a mismanagement now. Yeah. This is not even about like she's got a bad attitude or doesn't play well with others. She's been featured on at damn near everybody's songs. Yeah. But why does her solo projects keep getting mismanaged like I this? I don't know. I don't have a I don't have an answer for you. I mean at this point all questions point towards the management, correct? Yeah. Who's supposed to be managing the artist? Yeah. Like I've seen her on no talk shows. I've not seen her on Ellen. I've not seen her on Wendy. I've not seen her on any of the late what night she's circuits. Like Summer Walker, and she just has like some like clearly not anxiety. Clearly can't be. She wants to perform, 
So that's not true. But I've not seen her on not any of these promoting the single, no, getting I Cardi either. to perform the song with her. I've not seen nothing. Cardi's pregnant. I've seen nothing. But I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen anything so either. So why so. is that? She's just sitting at home about so, no. to fizzle out again. Somebody's been hired to make sure she don't win. And I would, I would clean house, girl. Keep Ooh, your hair and makeup child. and clean the rest. Ooh, child. What else you have? Well, I know I saw um, the OnlyFans. Oh, yes. Let's talk about it. Child. They said, so, psych. Yeah, they said, we just <laughs> kidding. Fools. Yeah, because like I said, this whole thing with OnlyFans has been a mess as it has been shared. Um, it didn't even make it a week. It did. I mean, they didn't even. A no content. No nothing. A, a couple of days, yeah. right? And they just saw all of the backlash. So OnlyFans now has dropped their plans to ban pornography from the site. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely less than a week. Um, they didn't want to smoke. They didn't want to smoke. They found out that their entire user base was adult content. Only stands, only fans. <laughs> <laughs> only stands. Stand for inclusion. And we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Child, yeah. they, 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 they saw the, the public numbers. outcry. They crunched the numbers. It's just so crazy they how... Said, we'll go I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's just so crazy how society, you know, can just turn. But, um, like, we have the say. And, yeah. Because everything that you're putting out is marketed towards us anyway. Yeah. So why wouldn't we have a say in the content that we want to consume? It's just so crazy that, yeah, we right? now have that say because it's not yeah. always been like that. But. I feel like that the power is always with the people. Like, yeah. If we choose that we want a certain type of thing or a certain type of content fed to us, if it's going to be force fed to us, then damn it, we want to choose. Right. So, shout out. Yeah. So, woo child. Um, The only other thing, did you see the Sha'Carri Richardson stuff? What, about the race or what? Well, well, number one, let's talk about the race. No, let's not. I mean, what? Okay, so, yeah, she's been out. Like, okay, she's trying to get back. You said, no, let's not. But the way you said it, no, let's not. No, let's. Let's talk about the race. I don't think about the race. Okay, Because that's where the drama started. The drama started at the race because this was Sha'Carri's first race back after the Olympics, which she was banned from. So, she hadn't raced since... Before the Olympics. Right, exactly. And came dead last. Okay. Um, and she had done it. She tried <laughs> like to do an mom. interview. What do you want me to do about right? it? <laughs> she did an interview with NBC on the track and was talking about, um, I guess, basically pretty much just talking shit. Yeah. Even though she came talking in last. Shit. And then the Jamaicans walked past and like made a face in the camera because they all <laughs> dusted her. And that went viral. And so then everybody, I guess, has been... At one moment you're on the top. For one week you could be at the top. Next week you could be on the bottom. And now everybody's coming for Sha'Carri. And then apparently this last little bit of news, Allison Felix was yeah. on one of the late night shows and they were asking her about Sha'Carri. And she was like, we need to encourage her. You know, exactly. we need to lift her up right now. And then Sha'Carri went on her Instagram and posted a picture of just half her face and was like... Um, Words on show, words on TV and late night shows don't mean anything. Ooh, 
and everybody thought that she was coming She's for Allison. She's not feeling the love right now. Well, I mean, people are trying to drag her on social yeah, media and stuff. Like, yeah. what are our thoughts about this? I think for us, I, I, I want somebody to reach out to her. Let's get another athlete. Let's get a Venus. Let's get a Serena. Let's get maybe someone in the track and field I would say, space. No, it needs to be one of these yeah, track girls. Yeah. So like maybe Allison like, um, or like Carmelita Jader. Okay, because I don't know it. Look, and I was about to say Flojo, so I don't even. <laughs> May she rest in peace. <laughs> um, okay, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Is she alive? Look it up. I don't know, but you know, let's get some. Let's get some. Let's get some mentorship going on for Shakari because I feel like that that's what she's in need of right now. Um, she can still turn this around. It's not that deep right now. She can. She can still turn it around. She is alive. She's 59 years Thank old. Thank you very much. She was born in East St. Louis. Okay. Shout out. On the Illinois side, though. So, but yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, let's get some mentorship right now, because that's exactly what she needs. This is, you know, young girl recently she lost her Was mom. she like 19? Like, she needs, um, she needs that mentorship. Yeah, she needs somebody to help lead her, because yeah. social media will take you down, girl, if it you def- let it. Every time. Every time. You so be careful. Uh, okay, that's all I have for Wu Child. Okay, well, that's it for me. Let's take a break, and when we come back, Marcus is coming with our spill segment. Stay tuned. All righty, welcome back. It we is are back. Time. It is time for our spill segment that I'm leading this week, and I want to call this Behind the Music. Ooh. I have been, this has been on my thoughts this week. This has been in my mind, in my spirit. Mm. At what point are, do you think that people, or if you even have to check yourself, are you, you're giving too much weight to celebrities? And when I say weight, okay, I mean their opinions and what they do in life and the type of music or art that they make. You know, do all of those things come together to combine how you view that person, or are you able to separate the two? That's one question. And then, are there ever any times that you feel like you maybe are a little too dependent on the celebrity's opinion about something? Um. So to answer the the last question, yes, I don't think that I've, I've ever at a point where I'm too dependent to become, um, or dependent on a celebrity's. Right opinion right um i think for me and i feel like that that's kind of been threaded throughout all of this i definitely am someone who does separate the art from the artist like i will make that happen you, you can a lot I, I i make a conscious choice to sometimes okay um i am such a consumer of entertainment art uh, music, TV, television, film, um, that a lot of those things are so important to me and to how I de-stress, how I unwind, you know, what I find enjoyable and relaxing. Um, so much tied to that, mm-hmm. to the products. And so uh, it's easy for me to make those, it's easy for me to kind of separate the two. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that I am someone who would be obsessed with like celebrity or mm-hmm. you know um, what's another word. I guess um, entrenched in you know like what celeb- a celebrity culture, says yeah. and what and what you know or what they are telling. So um, I don't feel like I'm that impressionable. Right. 
personally. Um, so it's just <clears throat> I, I I go to them for a very specific thing. Right. And yeah, it's very it to me it's transactional. I pay my money, I do my streaming service, I do, you know, whatever, and I get the art that I love to, you know, consume. See, I, I agree about that point. I think where I guess I kind of disagree is that I am unable to separate the art from the artist mm-hmm. because I feel like if I support that artist, I'm putting money in their park their pocket to fund their lifestyle that actively hates me or actively hates people like me or actively hates something that's, you know, damaging to society or something like that. I, I'm not able to do that. Um, but what I will say I agree with is that I am like you as in like my inter because I've had actual interactions with celebrities. I've had an option. I've had an opportunity to see behind the curtain and so, therefore, I don't get starstruck. Yeah. And so, it's just merely transactional. You mm-hmm. know, like, I'm coming to you for entertainment because I like this show or like your work and how you do this thing. But other than that, I care not about your opinion because yeah. I feel like a lot of times people are surprised about certain celebrities' opinions on things. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, you have to stop putting so much weight into that person as a celebrity because... A lot of you all would probably be upset if you heard the actual opinions of some of your favorite celebrities. And how some of these people think and how, you know, their, their thought Ask process because they are operating in a different, sometimes a different reality than what actually is yeah. out Layla there, which is, actually, which is actually real. Um, it's, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose. I think for me, like I said, I think it's, it's easier for me to kind of separate them. I, I, I think I have maybe two instances in which I've like cut someone off, like an artist. Like I'm like, okay, well, I don't partake. Well-known artists or, do you, or like? No, yeah, well-known. Who? Um, I mean, yeah, R. Kelly and Woody Allen are the two that I've been like, okay, you're you're out. You're out of it. I don't. You know, as much as I love some of those films. So, okay, I'm, okay, I'm going to take... Or music. A quick um, aside. Okay. Because I agree. But I just, I just got a question to ask you. So, if there's a song that features R. Kelly in like a very small portion, am I allowed to listen to that? I mean, I, you do what you want. Does it? I, I, I'm trying to. When I say aloud, like, does that put money in his pocket, or I'm does sure it, it does do that in some the, way, shape, form, realm? Yeah. For the main artist. I'm sure it does put some type of money in his pocket at some point down there, the line. Yes. There are two songs that I just can't not. I cannot live without. Well, one is Tony Braxton's "How Many Ways" remix. Okay. That has R. Kelly, and then the other is Kelly Price's. A uh, friend of mine mm-hmm. remix with Ronald Isley and R. Yeah. Kelly. I just I love those songs so deeply. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you kind of you know decide what you want. At the end of the day, we're not even thinking about all the songs that he's worked on that don't that he's not particularly singing on right. or featured well, on. You true. know, there's so many, there's so much music out that's there true. that he's touched, and so it's tough to kind of have those things, but. Um, I think that those those two celebrities are the ones that I've kind of maybe like cut off the most in my brain. Okay, I've got another question for you, and this is a big one. So, if you would you still be a fan 
of like your favorite, favorite artists if you knew what they really thought was wrong. So again, I'll give you an example. Yeah, I'm gonna give, give you two, me an example. I'm going to give you two, two, two chances to answer okay. this. If Norm Lewis came out and said, being gay is wrong. It is not something that you are born into. It is a choice and you're all making the wrong choice. Would you be able to separate what he said and still watch him actively as a fan in any of his work anymore? Um... I mean, we're we're really going out on a limb because we know that he would technically never say that, and that would kill him in this industry right. as it was with anyone. Industry, um, yes. But I mean, let's Broadway. say that that did happen. I would probably not watch anything new. I would probably just keep some of the old, um, like I have my old recordings. I have my old YouTube videos. Okay. But yeah, I would probably still watch those. Okay. Okay. Like I, I still watch. I mean, I still watch like Kim Burrell stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kim Burrell was on some bullshit. She was crazy, but I mean, I still watch some of that stuff because I, had to I, let I her love go. listening to it. I had to let her go. I said, "Say what now?" Yeah. Okay, I gotta let you go, Ma. Okay, okay. Here's choice number two, and this is a way out there. Well, I mean, well, we don't know actually. Say Beyonce comes out and says that she is anti-vax. How are you feeling? If she if she comes out and says that she doesn't believe the vaccine works, she doesn't believe in wearing a mask, and she has not had a COVID test in over a year, and does not care, and the way that her and her family choose to live their life is just how they're going to live their life. We have plenty of resources to live it in isolation but that's we don't believe in any of that. I How I probably would just be like, oh, she's crazy, she's silly. I wouldn't like cut her off or anything like that. But I mean, she's just. I'd be like, oh, she's like lost it. She's she's now entered into that that other rea- that alternate reality that some celebrities get into. But what they happens? Get warped into. Okay, so let's take it a step further. But what happens if people start to listen and agree? You know, the beehive is crazy. And mm-hmm. so what if she starts drawing an audience and pulling pulling more and more people into her way of thinking? Then what? Um, I don't necessarily know what I would be able to do about that, how I would feel about Beyonce. Um would I, I that would be a very hard that'd be it, it'd be really sad to see <laughs> it go struggling. down like that. It would be really sad to see it <laughs> go down struggling. like that. But I mean it would just be what it is. I You're once like a again, political pundit because you have not I given think, an answer. No, I mean do I ever think that there would be a time where I would eliminate all Beyonce from my repertoire? Under that scenario. Probably no, not, not even under that scenario. Probably not. Beyonce, I would probably still have some music okay. in my thing. Maybe it would be the new music, whatever would come out afterwards would probably not be uh-huh. so much a part. But hmm. B-Day would always... B-Day for I'm Sasha Fierce. Just say all of her albums. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would always... Yeah, Just it's always going to be a part of, of my catalog. Okay, okay. Interesting. I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know how I would be able to choose either. It would be a very tough... Because, I mean, I feel like 
a lot of what we consume, you know, we've grown up on, you know, it kind of helped raise us and are attached to memories and mm-hmm. other moments and significant parts, significant times in our lives. Yeah. And I don't know if I would be able to let go of some of those things with, that were associated with significant moments in my like life. Like I said, yeah, I don't, like I said, for me, for most things, it's like, I don't know. I, I do have it worked out in my head, like, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't like think scenarios I would support. that I would be like, oh, well, that would be crazy. Like, no, yeah. like I wouldn't allow that. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, like, obviously, I wouldn't go to like a live concert or anything like that. I probably would still go to it. Like, no, if, yeah, if I saw I if the tickets that. were down, and yeah, I, I probably would. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't actively support the artists. I would be like, oh, it's gonna be a lot of anti-vaxxers here. Let me make sure <laughs> I, I got say, a and sky box. Be a lot of anti-vax. Like, I need a sky box. So with no masks on. Yeah. Um, okay. I've been double masked up. <laughs> so I was just, I, I just had this on my mind. I just felt like that there's a lot of people out there that are putting so much into celebrity and like, oh, to be put, putting these celebrities up on pedestals only to, um, fall hard when they, when they come out as people like Kanye West or people like Buster Rhymes and stuff like that, or baby. It's tough because, or, you know? well, this is what I will say. It's tough with people like Kanye West because he certainly, you saw that that he was someone who was so relatable. Um, early on. Early on, and then you can kind of see once his mother passed away, the kind of decay or the In transformation. Yeah. The transformation. And so... Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough because it's like oh, like no, like that. There is a good person in there somewhere. I mean, I can't even believe that. I think that maybe at some point in time there was, but maybe that got maybe the, the industry, maybe Hollywood, yeah. and you know all of these people who prey on people with money and stuff like that. Maybe that just kind of degraded him down more and more, and then with the loss of his mother, maybe that pushed him over the edge. I don't know. Yeah. I can't, you know, speculate or anything like that. I can, all I can say is off of his actions now, I can no longer support him as an artist or as a person, period. Mm-hmm. I, and I used to love Kanye West. Well, we saw you a, at Donda at Soldier Field, so please, please you know, explain. You never catch me so there. So please explain where that was at, because you definitely had on a... You um, catch me. You had on some Yeezys so, and a, and a cream-colored outfit. <laughs> those jail shoes. Yeah, you had on a cream-colored outfit um, and um, some Yeezys. Those uh, cross between a jelly and a crock. So Whatever them things are. So yeah, explain to... Let's please explain that. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's... We've been rant, We've been talking. Dreet <laughs> talking. You. All right, let's take another break and then we'll come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. All right. All right, we are back and it's time for our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. I'm going to get this uh, this week started. So first up, we're talking about the VMA still and... Doja Cat has been tapped to host the VMAs. As she should be. How do we feel about this? I'm here for it. You're in it? I think she's going to be able to pull it off. I love hosts that can perform and host. Because she's also performing. Yeah. I think she's going to do great. I think she's going to do great too. The reason why I think she's going to do great is because Doja is a student of 
the early VMAs. Um, in her of the last, arts. so if you remember her last VMA performance where she did that like MTV News skit, that let me know that she's like, I'm trained. I've been researching. I'm trained, and I I know I grew up during this era, and so that this is my time. How old is Doja Cat? I've got to be in her early twenties. I think she's Let's she see. can't be no older than like 22, 23. I don't think she's that old. She's 25. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, that's still young. Yeah. So, um I think that she's I think she's going to be good. I am excited to see the looks that are going to be brought to the stage by her. Yes. Um I'm just excited to see the performance. I think she gives good performance. And we know that it will be a really great performance. Yeah. It might be a musical opening. It could be. She's hosting, so they always give the host a bigger budget. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally for this. A huge fizz for me. Huge fizz for me. All right, you're up next. I guess we all saw the announcement. Tiffany and Company's newest spokespersons, Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z, but you got to write it in all caps now. Congratulations. <laughs> How do we feel about this? There's been a lot of talk because she is wearing the yellow the diamond. Yellow diamond dollar. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, I, I think this is a step for them. Um, they are definitely a, to me, over the last couple of years, even with the release of the Carters, even before that, to be honest, um, they have started to market them themselves as a couple, as, as an, a pair, as a family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we it's market no ourselves as a family now, they and this is a family. We are selling this this brand. Yeah. This is the this black is the family. Brand that they're going in, um, and that yeah. So I I love this. I um, huge ups to them both. I think the commentary about Beyonce this is a lot of the talk di- with them wearing the diamond. I think that that commentary is yeah. tired and like let's let's just calm it down. So first a little history. So the diamond's only been worn by four people, all women. I heard that. And Beyonce is the first black person to wear the diamond. Um, I forget the last lady's name. I even looked her up. The first lady to wear it, she was the wife. She was the ex, the widow, or the wife of. Um, a very rich and powerful man from one of these old companies. Okay. And then Audrey Hepburn has worn the diamond. Got it. Lady Gaga was the last person to wear the diamond. Oh. And then now Beyonce. Nice. And so there's only four women. Uh, but yeah, just talking about that a diamond that big and that old, the controversy apparently is all, why would you wear a blood diamond, you know, like yeah. on to promote something? And it's just been this huge conversation about capitalism and. Still trying to get a message across. But Mama of the Tina got on the parting. ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say? Because Mama Tina had a statement. She let Where she let it phone? be known. So I will say that I could not um, give... Uh, what can I say? I could not <laughs> fact check this. That's not the okay. word I was looking for. Because I went to her page and I guess she deleted the post. So Beyonce I, said, "Mom, take that down." Right. So I can't fact check. She said, "Well, no, they're not gonna say in, just anything." <laughs> but because I'm gonna make it clear, allegedly, she says in this post, "How many of you socially conscious activists own diamonds?" I thought so. Well, guess what? Did you go to try to check to see where the diamond came from? 
Probably not. So when you guys get engaged, you won't have a diamond. You're going to put on a sterling silver band. And right. you better check out where it came from and the origin Ooh. of where it came from and why you added it. She, she kind of rambles here and the words don't make sense. And then she calls out leather. And Come on, Mama she Tina. says uh, to ban and not buy dime. Yeah, she kind of rambles at the end there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I um, <laughs> she look. You're not gonna just talk on her baby. Uh, okay? well, again, we don't know if that statement is true or not because we can't. Oh no, I saw it on her page, cred- and that sounds exactly like did what you, I saw. Did you? Re- I really did. No, you I'm said being- it. Wait. Did you see it, or does it sound like what you saw? No, it, it sounds like exactly what I saw on her page. Mm. Yeah, I saw Miss Tina's post. You saw you you promise. with my own eyes. I promise. You being for real, for real. I'm being for real, for real. Okay. And that's Did you exactly didn't look at the it, comments? Um, I didn't really look at the comments, but I, hmm. I saw that. I said, "Girl, you better get them together." <laughs> well, uh, so I don't know. I. I'm going to give, I've just seen so much commentary right now. I don't really know how I feel or if I even feel anything about this. So I'm not going to give it a fizz or a flat. I mean, I'm actually going to give it a great. fizz. I, I'm sorry, but I, this is, this is a celebration. She, um, yeah, they look great. Despite of, you know, whatever people want to say, um, this is something to be celebrated. It's, it's the first black um, woman to be wearing this diamond and to kind of have the, this, this platform in this particular brand. So. Well, I mean, I guess there's two sides. I think I am still on the trend of I just want solo Beyonce. I don't. I'm starting to think maybe we may never because I think I agree Mm-mm. with you with the family brand. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever get that again. Yeah. No. And we're not anytime she's soon, at least. It's all. It's a unit. A un- I thought you said she's in a union. No, this is a unit. <laughs> I can see baby. She was in a union. She has joined the union. Yeah. No. So, um, okay. What else do you have? Okay. Um, up next, the wood. I was Maybe just watching this movie yesterday. It's a really good film. Um, I love the wood. But a uh, TV version of it may be coming to Showtime in the very near future. Showtime has ordered a pilot. For comedy series based on this 90s film. So everybody remembers The Wood. It had Tay Diggs, Richard T. Jones, as well as Omar Epps and Sanaa Lathan. Yes. Um, I love this movie. Tomala Tom Jones was in it too. Yes, and Lisa Ray. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, moment from that film? So a little, I was literally just watching it yesterday. When she came, when they when they went over to um, Rose, I forget the girl's name, but Tamala Jones was playing yeah. her, and Rose was over there, and they're like, "What the is he doing here?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna excuse myself and let y'all have a moment." And then, like a couple of scenes later, she came back in, and she was like, "I'm sorry to break up the bro moment, but this is my house. Yes, <laughs> y'all got to go. Y'all got to go." I laughed so hard. I was like, "That's right, girl. Put these niggas out." <laughs> that whole first scene of them fighting and finding him over at the house was very yes. Um, for me, as a um, young uh, queer child, um, part of my awakening was. The outside shower um, with, oh, the hose, were, with the water see, hose. So they, I, when I was watching it on like a, I think it was MTV or VH1, they okay. cropped that all the way out. Maybe. I said, like, oh, y'all just that cropped out all of this. With yeah. the water hose. When she came back out with the clothes. Yeah. Honey, that awakened. 
Yeah. I said, ooh. The whore jumped out. <laughs> and jumped back in. But the whore jumped out. Um, oh, my so, God. Uh, Why give this a fizz? I'm I excited. definitely give this a fizz. No word on casting yet. And no word ask. on who's coming in. But there's been a pilot ordered. And we will see what this is going to be focusing on is hopefully... Um, as it's been described as an honest look at friendship and dating from the perspective of three young black males born and raised in Inglewood, California. Who would you like to see in this? I'm well, just going to leave it at that. I think, so what I'm hoping is that we get two sets of the three, the three men. Oh, like a flashback? Yeah, so like a day. flashback kind of thing. Um, and so the people that I've actually tapped in my head um, would possibly be Boris Kojo as Slim. Well, I, th- I think this is a. I don't think this would be like a, a a straight remake. So the names may be different, or the characters may be different. I think it should be I, I, as three. I mean, we know what this is. We know what we're expecting. It's based off the wood. So like, let's just let's let's continue with this. I think the premise should be a little different. Well, I mean, it doesn't really sound like different. Um, three young black males born and raised in Inglewood and honest look at friendship and dating. Well, no. Roe, not Roe, but what's his name wasn't from Inglewood. He had just moved there. He's from North Carolina. Omar Epps' character. Yeah. I mean, but raised. I mean, he was, yeah, he's from. Yeah. You're not going to fight me on every little thing. I'm, what I'm telling you <laughs> is that this show is coming to Showtime and I have the cast ready to go. I personally... Okay, let me let you finish your casting. Go ahead. You said Boris Kojo. No, I said Boris. I think Boris would be great as Slim. Um, I think as his counterpart, Trevor Jackson, would be a really good counterpart to Boris Kojo. So, like, his younger self. I think that that would be really... I'm like, oh, this would be this would be really nice. Why not bring back the original cast, the older man? Oh, see, so that could possibly be a thing. But these men are now well into... It still kind of fits. I mean, did you see Omar Ives and that thing that he did with Nia Long? These men are all... These, these, men, have, these men have aged considerably. <laughs> Tate Diggs still looks good. Okay. Okay. I personally think it should be some of the younger generation and it should stay in that kind of flashback phase so that they can kind of grow up with the show. And kind of go through that. The real gag is that I think Boris Kojo and Omar Epps are close to the same age, but they definitely look. Do not they look do not the look the same age. Yeah, Omar did not age well. Morris Chestnut, I don't know. Morris. Or you want to go? You want to go younger? You said younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, give me. So who are some of the up and coming boys? Luke James. Yeah. Luke James is a, an yeah. incredible actor. Yeah. He's been doing some really yeah. great work. I think that... And I think you still bring in a Trevor Jackson, like you said, as well. I think Trevor Jackson's would be a pretty good addition. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, but there... I mean, there are a couple. I mean, John, I could see Jonathan Majors yeah. doing something like this. Absolutely. Um, there's, I, I, I mean, there's there's some possibility for there to be some really great casting here. I'm, I'm super excited about this. It's um, very interesting that you didn't say your fave. Reggae Jean, who are you talking about? Michael B. Jordan. No, I don't think that this is the project for yet. him. I didn't. See I don't that. think that this. Is I didn't for see him. for Reggae Jean either. I don't think it's for Reggae Jean either. I just think Reggae is fine. That's no. that's my man. No, that's who I was hoping you would bring B. up and spill because had he had it come out that he was an anti-vaxxer, <laughs> I would have completely ex. I would have kept scrolling. I would have been like, mm, can't even can't even worry about it. 
They be like, "With train, but he killed so many people." Y'all don't know that, and you don't know him. Yeah, y'all don't know that, and y'all don't know him. So, the girl, you don't please. know him. That's, I mean, and he doesn't know you. Girl, yeah, so that's You're delusional. If it was reggae, John, I would have turned a blind eye to oh everything. God. Okay, I got one more. I know we are so long winded in this episode. Bear with us. I got one more thing that I do want to see because okay, go ahead. I actually like this. I'm giving wait so. I'm, I gave a fizz to the wood. Did you give a fizz to the wood? This is definitely a fizz for me. Awesome. I just wanted to give a super fizz to the Spencer movie poster. Have you okay. seen it? I did see the movie it's poster. Very, very good. Did you see the trailer? No. Okay, the trailer's I have out. I not too. watched the trailer. So the trailer's out as well. I know. I've taken my. I'm gonna watch it. Are I you just, nervous? Are you scared? I'm a little it? nervous because you know I like to root for people sometimes, and I feel like people shit on. Kristen Stewart a lot. Well, about because her she shit on herself with that whole <laughs> that whole um, Robert Pattinson thing. Yes. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. But I just wanted to talk about the poster. I think okay, the poster is cute. People is dramatic. Are, but people are already saying that no, it's not right because I think people are thinking that it's supposed to be the wedding dress, but it's actually not think, the wedding yeah, dress. It's, not it's the another dress, dress that Diana yeah. was seeing. Wearing it was like at um, um some kind of special event or whatever, yeah. obviously. But yeah, it was I mean, like at an appearance, yeah, but because the wedding dress the, had the big puffy sleeves, exactly. So people were like, Oh, it's not the same wedding dress, it's not supposed to be the same wedding dress, people. Um, but there was an interesting comment on Twitter. So, with this uh movie, Spencer, this is going to chronicle the life, um, and times of Diana, um, Princess of Wales, Prince of, Princess of Wales. Um, we have already seen a portrayal of Diana very recently in The Crown, uh, Emma Corinne, who's done it, and I think is Emmy nominated for well, her portrayal. If you remember, the announcement that Kristen Stewart was doing this came out the same time that she was, the other girl was announced to it. be in the Diana on The Crown. I and believe so it. it got to the question of like, women are these two different other. projects? Is this the same project? What's happening? They did the same thing with yeah. the Rita. They, uh, Aretha. They love to do that. Yeah. But I think... For this one, and from what I can tell from the trailers, that it is going to kind of cover a lot of the very similar um, years. Um, I think it's interesting the title of it, Spencer, um, which is what's what was her maiden name, um, and so that makes me think that it's going to maybe focus on years that before she actually Possibly. became um, the princess. I think, which I think would be interesting. That would be a brand whole new take that we have not necessarily seen in anything. True. Definitely not in The Crown and definitely not in this awful Lifetime Harry and Meghan movie that's supposed to be coming out. Child, Did you see that? Oh my cannot. gosh. I cannot. So, I mean, what are we doing? I, um, I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> Lifetime. I cannot. They just put Let's just take, on TV. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're doing, I mean, at this point, we're doing student films. They be getting some uh, decent named actors to be in them, though. Sometimes. Can someone please let me know what Lifetime <laughs> is bringing in? But overall, back to this. I give I the think, poster a fizz. I, I, I think that it's it's going to be a, an in, interesting... Um, Movie, yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting take on mm. the role and the life of Diana. I'm sure. Um, I think we're going to maybe get who she was maybe as a sister, as a daughter, which is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to learn where a lot of those insecurities and all of those things stemmed from, 
or if they were even a part of her life before. I think that there were some behaviors that we saw in The Crown. I was um, we saw a little bit in The Crown and then some of the right. other documentaries. I'm, I'm going to see if any of those translate over to who she was before. Hmm. Um, well, so, I mean, we'll, like I said, we'll see. I give it a yeah. fizz, though. I give the poster a fizz. I haven't watched the trailer yet, so I got to watch the trailer. Uh, Kristen Stewart says like one word. Oh, okay. It's silly. Okay. Um, all right. What else? Do you have anything else? Well, I did want to talk a little bit about Dancing with the Stars. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Dancing with the Stars has made... What's that little girl's um, name? Made a little history this week. Or their name? Do they go by They name? are... Um, they are having their first same-sex pairing on this upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. What is her uh, name? Jojo Siwa, yes. who everyone may remember from her um, time as a YouTube personality, but then also, I think I first saw Jojo Siwa in um, Dance Moms. Um, yeah. And so that's, I think that's the first time I saw her, but huge uh, personality, making a lot of money. Okay, Baby Girl Tons is breaking it money. in and is now going to be on so you uh not so you think you can dance. <laughs> dancing with the stars dancing with the stars which i don't know if it's necessarily fair for her to be on dance with the stars we go because through this all the time dancer. she is a full out dancer and like this girl has been training since she was a child she's going to go in here and, and it's going to be crazy but just like um, heather morris Season 30 of Dance... Can you believe that Dance with the Stars is in their 30th season? How crazy is that? This, I stopped watching. I mean, it definitely, but it's crazy that they're in their 30th season. Shout out. I'm literally 32 years old, um, and now... Well, I mean, they've been doing... Dumb, they do, they've like, done several two seasons per year. I mean, yeah, like at that year. point, you are literally doing three seasons per year. Yeah, they're doing several, multiple um, seasons per year. So, so yeah, I think... For me, it's it's going to be um, exciting to see this same-sex pairing. So she's going to be matched um, with a... Um, I think she's going to be matched with a female dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm really excited to see what happens with it. JoJo Siwa is now... She's 18 years old. Yeah, she's still very um, young. And so it's going to be... I think it's going to be really cool. I want to see who else are going to be the remaining cast of Dancing with the Stars. But... I would at least look at this on YouTube. Yeah, I may check out her clips. Yeah, I was, so I was like, I'll at least. I'll at least check it out on YouTube. I'm looking at it. I'm going to look at it on YouTube. Uh, I give it a fizz. Yeah, fizz for me as well. Yeah. I love it that we're now kind of opening our horizons a yes. little bit. So kudos to ABC. Um, all right, well, let's wrap this show up. I feel like we have gotten in some good conversation. Okay, well, what um, what are you taking away this week? I think, I, once again, like it has just set on me just sc- scrolling through Twitter and on Instagram. I just want to make sure everybody understands that don't put so much weight into these celebrities because, you know, a lot of their opinions, like if you really knew them, really knew what their opinions were they probably go against your well-being so i mean just kind of keep that in mind and you know just to take celebrity and fame i guess this was a two-parter because i talked about celebrities last time too so this is part two i just been really thinking about this you know take all of that as a grain of salt you know i had been once again just thinking like my my will to like want to be famous has just diminished so much. And it's mm. like, you know, if I am recognized for what I'm doing and that kind of is a byproduct of it, fine. But I don't necessarily think 
seeking that out like I feel like I have done in the past is no longer a priority just because celebrity is not everything. It's definitely not everything. Um, as see we've a lot seen of people with deal a lot with of it. these. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot Horrible. of cautionary tales. Yeah. So. So that's what I'm taking away. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's kind of going back to the, um, kind of going back to just the consumerism piece of the music industry and thinking about Kanye and how much he's been able to push and extract from this upcoming project. But yeah, what I'm also thinking about is the legwork that he's been doing over the past five to six years. Um, that has created so much notoriety and so much tension and um, controversy around his name. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's once again, just like a commentary on the industry and how much we've removed focus from the music. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of like what I'm thinking about. The visuals about. become just as important as the audio. Definitely. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that's our show. If you are looking to connect with us on social media, you can find us at Cold Pop Show on Instagram and, and as well as Twitter, Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can find me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. Marcus, where can we find you? You can find me on all the socials and now including TikTok. At Marcus Child. Drew Steele with an E on Have you done a TikTok yet? I'm, you know, I've been trying to... I'm so nervous. You still in class? I'm yeah. <laughs> still in training. I am still He's a trainee. onboarding. I am training. I am so nervous. There's so many options. I could look at TikToks all day, but like making one, I'm like, where do I even begin? Yeah. All right. get there. <laughs> and you got me stressed already. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Bye.